welcome everyone. Welcome to episode 31 of Spiritist Conversations, a show where we sit down with friends every month to talk about the world through a spiritist lens in an informal, unscripted, and unplugged way. I'm Dennis Sisi, and today's conversation is about what's this mediumship thing? So pull up a chair and join us. We are going to be talking about mediumship. But before we begin, um, we are broadcasting this episode to YouTube and Facebook. And if you want to interact with us live, which you can, uh, please head over to the Spiritist Conversations page, uh, or, or we may not be able to see your comments depending on how things were shared. And if you're sharing this, thank you for sharing this. But best yet, I am very glad to be joined by our friends, Susana Simões and Flavio Zanetti, who are commuting today from different places in this good earth. Uh, Susanna, mm -hmm. I think you are home in Florida, and Flavio, I think you are actually not at home. I am still not at home, yes, that is correct. You know, coming to you guys today live from uh, Mexico. Ah. Very nice, and I am home. I am in my office, in my house in Miami. Hello, everybody. Great. It's been, uh, it's been a month. It's been a month, guys, since we had a chance to, to be here and talk to each other, so it's great to see you guys. Likewise. Yep. Wonderful. So you know the drill. We're going to jump straight into it, right? This topic is an interesting one. It is, what's this mediumship thing? And clearly, it's about mediumship. And that's one topic that many folks have been interested on and have asked us to do for a while. And here we are, the three of us. So so what's mediumship? Where, where do we go? Where do we go? I think it's important to mention, uh, or at least um, uh, uh, call out, uh, the Medium's book, uh, which is the most complete study about you know this mediumship phenomenon that Alan Kardec very wisely and very eloquently right, put together for us, or for anyone that's willing to study more or get to know more about mediumship. So there you go, right? We'll just kick, the, kick it off with the uh, Medium's book. Oh, Flavio, you told me... You told me to go to the Medium's book, but you didn't tell me what it was. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Susanna, are you going to save us? Well, I was going to start a little bit more lighter. I was just going to say that mediumship brings me the idea of something in between two things, a medium. So when we are thinking about mediumship, we're thinking about someone who is transmitting a message that is coming from one mind to other minds. So anytime that you are, for instance, receiving an inspiration and you express that to others, you will be a medium. Or if someone, you know, an analogy for kids, if someone whispers something in your ear and you pass that on, you are the medium, right? The medium between two different minds. So I always like to start this way, which um, a little bit more humble than uh, Flavio would say, who jump into this philosophical work of Alain Kardec about mediumship. Yeah. Pipe down, Flavio. Pipe down to our level, would you please? Come on. But I, it's important to mention that the word medium was actually crafted by Alan Kardec, right? Yes. So yes, that's that's, uh, that's another important point that we need to bring out as well. 
That's right. You know, it, um, it was actually with the publication uh, of the Spirits book right around 1857 that we start to see the use of that word start to pop up. Um, but I love the way you start us, Susanna, because I think that's where I would go to. And I would totally be on board with you and say that, you know, being a medium is being an intermediary, right? Intermediary, right? Between two things. And in this case, obviously, we are talking about this plane of existence and also a spiritual plane of existence. So to be talking about mediumship, it is to talking, it is to be talking about the spiritual world and the existence of the spiritual world. And it's a pretty cool thing, right? Because it's uh, it's revolutionary in many different ways because it really um, makes this connection between the, the, the here and the hereafter uh, very palpable, very real, right? So it's a great place to, to, to start that, I, I think. So if you're, if, we're, if we're taking that approach for folks, for example, that do not know spiritism or do maybe have heard about the word mediumship, have heard about the word, you know, communication with spirits or, you know, spirits in and overall. How do we, how do we, how do we broach the topic to folks that are just, you know, starting in this whole, you know, spiritism journey? Great question. So I think that we can start by the idea of a spiritual world, right? So I think that if you're listening to us, you might be familiar with the fact that we we openly talk about the spiritual world and how we understand things. Um, and so it will be probably no surprise unless it's probably your first time. And if it is, welcome. We'd love to have you. Um, but we are really talking about this interaction between both worlds, like we talked about, like both sides of life. And I think yep. it's a pretty revolutionary, like I said, and I might be repeating myself, because it reminds us that there's more to us than meets the eye. Right? What you are seeing right now is not just me, it's my physical body, but who I am truly am, right? My psyche, my personality, whatever you want to call, and we like to call it our spirit, right? Or soul in this case, will outlive this body much the same way that it has outlived many bodies before which is really a life-changing or game-changing perspective, right? Because it, it really expands our perspective of who we are and why we're here for. We can engage in all these conversations, which are really wonderful. But to go back to mediumship, I think it's a fantastic tool because it allows us to have connection and interaction with those who are not currently wearing a body. And that's really amazing if you think about it because we get to learn about different things that it's hard for us to do from this side of life um, is that a good starting point what do you say flavio i'd say it's a great starting point because the uh, the fact that we have this ability or human beings have the ability to communicate with you know loved ones or with those that have already passed and by the way that's not something that alan kardec created himself but we know that i mean that's mediumship has been in, 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 you know, modern and as well as ancient times, right? We have, you know, examples, examples of the, the Greeks and the uh, Egyptians and the pyramids and the pharaohs. And there's a lot of examples throughout history that talk about, you know, uh, mediumship, maybe with a different name, uh, but the examples are there, right? This ability to communicate with those that have already passed or those that have already made the transition to the spiritual life. I think he gives gives a lot of, uh, a lot of uh, benefits for us humans, you know, humans that are here in this life right now, as well as consolation, because having the ability to, to, 
maybe get to know about a loved one that has already passed or uh, get some, some news from those that we love that we don't really see them, right, with our physical eyes any longer. It gives a, it gives a lot of consolation, a lot of comforting as well. Yeah, now I love the historical perspective, Flavio, because you said something that is really great there, and sometimes we don't realize, right? So since the word was coined by Kardec in the 1860s, you're really not going to find the word medium before that. But you are going to find a lot of different words before that are almost synonym, synonym with mediums. You're going to find high priests, you're going to find shamans, shamans, yep. oracles, sibyls, saints. Um, so all these different names have in themselves, uh, if you look a little bit closer, this communication with the spiritual realm, right? So we just have, um, we just have had gotten a lot better in the last 160 years or so in understanding what mediumship is because of the work of this guy, Alain Kardec, right, who, who edited and, and, and produced this uh, mediums book, which, which you mentioned, Flavio, which is an incredible book because I think it's the first time in the history of civilization where we have like a manual that anybody can read and can access about what mediumship is. Until then, it was really word of mouth that you got to get somebody who knows and kind of very mystic, right? And I think mm -hmm. that when you get to the 18, 1860s, 1861 to be precise, Kardec publishes this book called The Medium's Book, which to be honest, it's not the most exciting book to be, <laughs> right? It's a, it's a heavy book. Like it's a one where you have to think about things. It's not like, hey, I'm going to read this on a Friday, right? We're not, right. sorry, Sue, I'm not going to go into movies with you because I'm going to stay home reading the medium's book. It's not that kind of book. It's really uh, questions and answers and comments and, uh, and items and, and reflections that require contemplation, that require a little bit of effort to understand. But when we do, then we really begin to kind of unfold this thing called mediumship, which, by the way, is something that all of us have. And I think that's a, a really great thing to, to point out, too. And then you yeah, might ask, you then, how do you know? Because the medium's book yeah. mentions it, right? Uh, but, but sorry, Sue, you're going to say something there? No, I was going to say that, um, I, you know, in listening to you guys, and here we are, right, using social media and speaking today about mediumship and it feels very natural to us but for so many people we still is like what what you know i mean it has been with us part of our history as you both have mentioned uh Kardec comes and and gives you a name and puts all these um you know wonderful uh explanations uh behind it for a lot of people, it still may sound a little awkward, weird, uh, not like a, a daily topic, not something that we think uh, too often. But for us, I, I, I was just like having this like vision of one day mediumship being part of everyday's conversation, you know, as we talk about other things. Um, I think, for instance, uh, the belief, you know, that's how we started our conversation. Like, you know, there's more after life. I think people talk about that um, somewhat naturally today. A lot of people do believe that, although it's very vague still for a lot of people what that afterlife uh, looks like. And for us, it's an is a, is a afterlife that is very alive so to speak, and with a lot of connections, with a lot of communications. And so that connection, that, that, that connection, that attraction, that interaction 
does not cease to exist because you are outside of your physical body. We are constantly communicating. Spirits are capable of communicating, whether they are, we are here communicating inside our physical bodies, we can communicate outside of our physical bodies, and we can communicate if we are in different realms of, um, of vibration in different uh, bodies, right? And mm-hmm. the thing is that, so that being said, mediumship is part of our everyday life and picking on what Dan was saying in that sense we're all mediums because we're all communicating we're all receiving we're all capturing the thinking the thoughts the suggestions of the spirits and I think one thing that's always nice to talk about too is like the differentiation between you know are we all mediums and when we're talking about mediumship are we talking about you know, the idea that we are all mediums or we are talking about what we call this more extensive type of mediumship where people are able to channel spirits, you know, very clearly. What are we talking about? I love that. I love that, Sue. Go ahead, Flavio. No, I was just going to say, I think your dog is a medium because he's barking like crazy there. I'm going <laughs> to mute myself while you guys are talking. He's part of the team by now. He's part of the team by now. <laughs> And, no, just and my kidding. kids might just barge in here at any time and make noise too. But hey, this is what you get a spiritist conversation. You get real life, right? Exactly. Exactly. But but yeah, Flavio, you're gonna jump in? No, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm just gonna yeah, go ahead, please. Yeah. No, I, I love what you say, uh, Susanna, because I think that's a really great place to dive in a little bit too. So what is mediumship, right? We talked about being an intermediary. So where does this uh, what's this ability? What is this this thing come from, right? And uh, the reason why we like the mediums book, and I think we can take a thirty second here to kind of say that is because the mediums book is not just a result of uh, a guy writing down his ideas or his thoughts. It's actually some research from spirit communication itself. So here is um, uh, an editor who went to different places and talked to different mediums and posed different questions or the same question to uh, different mediums in different places that did not know each other and then collected this answer and brought it together, which is a really lovely way of doing like a blind study, right? Uh, And in there, eventually some of these conversations became what we know as the Spirits book, which kind of kicked off Spiritism. But what's really interesting is that the second book that came out of, of this whole experiment was the Mediums book, which was really how the information was attained to begin with. And I love that because... When we are saying these things, we are relying on a set of different uh, spiritual intelligences who are telling us the same thing, echo in different places. And that's why we like it so much. And that's why we say that, for instance, uh, that there's a, tons of information in the Medium's book. I think it's item 159, if memory doesn't fail me. It often does. So you go check for yourself, please, because I don't always get it right. But I think that one of the things that says that everybody who senses right, the influence of spirits to any degree it's considered intermediary between the two sides of life. So all of us can sense, and it's a, it's a, they say that it's a quality or a characteristic that's inherent to humankind. So all of us can sense. The question is to how much, right? Mm-hmm. And that how much varies according to physical body, they tell us too, that some people are, have bodies who are more sensitive for reasons that we are still not yet fully totally aware, right? But some of us, have more sensibility than others. So we all have intelligence. We're all intelligent. 
but some of us are better at math. Some of us are better at, you know, writing. Uh, and some of us have the sensibility and sensitivity heightened. And that's what sometimes we call mediums, even though all of us are mediums. We generally use the word medium to, to denote, right? Uh, those people who have the higher level of disability that all of us have. How does that sound? Does that sound like a, I made sense or was I just talking my head off here? <laughs> I, I think uh, I, I want to I play some devil's advocate already because, you know, that's just what I do, I guess. So you compare uh, uh, people that are better in math versus people that are not as good in math with mediumship. So is having mediumship uh, a, a, a or maybe a better question would have been, do people that have mediumship phenomenon apparently in their lives are, quote-unquote, more capable, better than others do, that do not? Ah, they're not better. They are just more sensitive, right? Um, and so, and I think it's an important piece for us to, to, to touch upon, too, which is a great question, Flavio, is that we can, to a certain extent, develop that ability, right? If I'm not good at math, but if I practice... I will be better at math, right? And if I'm, I'm, if I'm not aware of this, uh, this ability that I have, mediumship, if I practice and if I work on it, I will become more aware of it and I might be able to employ it better. I might not become the best medium in the entire universe, right? Uh, because there's a finite potential in there that I was born with this time around, but I mm -hmm. can get better at it like anything in life. If you practice, you'll get better at it. But like, for instance, I can practice running, but I will never be an Olympic runner. I'm not that fast, right? So there is a limit to, to our abilities given our current status and constraint and for reasons that sometimes we don't understand. But it's a great piece because what you bring here, Flavio, is, this, is, is the shattering of this idea that mediums are special people. Exactly. I think it's important to bring that up, right? Because there's still, I, I believe, personally believe that there's still a stigma that folks that are able to communicate with, you know, spiritual you know folk or spiritual beings that already discarnates are quote unquote you know more capable or better people than those that do not and that's a a, a, a misalignment from what we learned from Alan Kardec because oftentimes in the mediums book Alan Kardec talks about the compromises that we the mediums have made even before incarnating and therefore you know, uh, uh, forming or allowing or, or morphing the physical body in a way that that individual can really develop mediumship for a specific purpose, for a specific function, right? So when we when you look at that holistically speaking, we see that you know uh, more common more common than not, mediums, right, use mediumship to a certain you know degree of, of work that they've uh, pre-committed themselves for before they were even born right, in this life. Great. Yeah, so there, there we are entering um, a new side of the conversation. So I think it's important that we um, specify, you know, how mediumship is um, specifically seen and understood in spiritism compared to, um, you know, perhaps by other uh, religions or even people who are non-religious uh, per se. But... Um, so this idea that mediums are special beings with special talents that have been gifted, right? A lot of times people uh, think of mediumship as a gift. And for us, we know that more often than not, it's not necessarily a gift and much more an extra tool, an opportunity for 
for work and service. That is a very uh, particular way that we understand and interpret mediumship in spiritualism as a tool for service. I think it's important for if someone is listening to us and knows very little about spiritism, right? So spiritism is a Christian religion in the sense that Christ is um, a reference. And so when we think about his work, um, he was someone who dealt with spirits and who used all his powers uh, in the name of love to help others, to lift uh, every single human being that came in his path. So we follow this, um, this uh, paradigm, and for us, mediumship is definitely a tool of service, not only uh, to help others, but most importantly, when we realize that we have this particular uh, possibility I don't call it a talent or a gift, but a possibility, then it becomes, um, you know, uh, clear that it's, it's being given to us as uh, not because we have any merits, but because God is so merciful that, uh, you know, grants us this extra tool, this extra possibility to, to, to channel good, to channel love and to uh, ultimately and, and perhaps foremost to be the first beneficiaries of the tool itself. Because often we, like in anything else and everything else, when we say that we are doing something for someone, the first beneficiary of our goodwill and, and, and goodness is ourselves. It helps to heal our own souls. So I think that... Um, kind of uh, helps to understand and counteract this idea that mediums are these special chosen gifted beings who were given these special talents that no one else has. I love that too. And I, I think it's well said. And I think that um, one of the things that we constantly point to is just an ability like any other, right? So uh, just like everything else needs to be developed. But I love your perspective because I think a lot of times we get asked, so why is there mediumship? What's the point of mediumship? And I think that to take a stab at it, I would say it's just a wonderful reminder that we are spiritual beings first, right? So, so when you are dealing with this contact with the spiritual world, it's hard to deny that there is a spiritual world, right? So it's a lovely reminder uh, that there is such a thing so that we can transform the way we think. Because once we think ourselves as spiritual beings, I like to 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 ponder and posit that we become more tolerant with each other. We, we, we're reminded of to be more kind, right, to to be less selfish. So I think that um, that's an important question to tackle as well. Why is this thing there? And it's sort of like a shortcut in a good way because it reminds us that we are spirits first. And you know, oftentimes it allows us to have this connection with the spiritual realm to, to get information that will take us a lot longer to, to, to acquire, right? So we don't have to wait until, until we pass to the other side, or if we sometimes call it in spiritism, discarnate, right? We don't have to wait until we discarnate to, to uh, be reminded that we are spirit. So it kind of um, speeds up our evolutionary cycle, uh, uh, cycle in many different ways. And for that reason, I think it's one of the greatest gifts 
and proofs of love that God has given us, right? To have the ability to be constantly reminded that we are more than we are seeing just right now. I, I, wanna, I think, I think you've, uh, you brought a very nice uh, uh, point, Dan, but I want to go back to Susanna's when she mentioned, right? Obviously, we, we follow Christ's footsteps as the best model, not the only model, but the best model nevertheless. Can we, can we say, was he a medium? Yes. Was he an intermediary between the physical and the spiritual plane? Yes. Absolutely, right? right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Right? He, he was, he was channeled. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. In our perspective, at least, I would say, right? I know that it's like Susanna was saying, like some people will struggle with the word medium because they're still thinking about uh, those people that you see in carnivals, right? Like they're charging for tell you or fortune teller. And it's important for us to differentiate, right? Fortune tellers and psychics are not always mediums, right? Uh, mediums are those who are intermediary between lives. And I know that sometimes people use the term psychic and medium interchangeably, and that's not the same thing. Right. So but from our and I I derail this a little bit. But my point here is, Flavio, I would say that from our perspective, at least from my perspective, I would say absolutely. Jesus was the best uh, medium you can possibly have because it was the best intermediary between these two sides of life. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he he was he was the the intermediary between God. Right. And and in the teachings. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. But I think uh, I think it's important since you guys already mentioned How do we differentiate mediumship that we learn through spiritism versus other types of quote-unquote mediumship practices that are out there? Then you mentioned fortune tellers. I mean, I live in Massachusetts where, you know, we have a, a Halloween party in Salem, Mass, where we have, you know, a lot of mediums, right, uh, offering sessions. And uh, But how do we differentiate the practices that we follow as we learn through Ellen Kardec's works and spiritism overall? versus other practices that other folks, right? Brothers and sisters from other denominations and philosophies follow. You know, I, you use a key word there, and I want to check in with Susanna, see what she thinks too. But you use a key word there, Flavia, which is practice. I would say that mediumship is the same. The ability is the same. But how you understand and how you use it, that is the, the key difference, right? And I think that what Susanna talked about earlier before is like we in spiritism, given our experience studying uh, mediumship, And to be honest with you, I would say that mediumship is it's at the DNA of spiritism. Spiritism would not have come to be were it not for the study of mediumship that we have been undertaking as spiritists for these past 167 years, right? So within that perspective, we choose a higher standard for ourselves when it comes to mediumship. So we choose to use it as a service and we choose not to make that our living so that we don't Uh, so we feel less tempted to fall into some pitfalls that could happen if we made a uh, living out of uh, mediumistic practice, right? So if I depend on income from mediumship, is, that's my profession, I could run the risk of forcing a communication when there isn't uh, a possibility for a communication because I need to pay rent that month, Right. Um, so we set for ourselves a spiritism for us. And maybe this is a topic for a different, for another episode, right? We can spend a whole episode on, on this piece. We could, yeah, but, we could. But, but we don't pass judgment on what other people do. That's not what we do in spiritism. Absolutely right? not, yeah. Mm -hmm. But we choose a different role for us. And, and in spiritism, it's one of service to others and one where we don't charge for that practice because we believe that the knowledge we're getting is not ours. Um, and it's okay if you do. Hey, your cup of tea, you do you, right? 
but we we take that 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 on slightly different for ourselves. So so spiritist mediumship will always be free, uh, and it would always be for a ennobling and learning purpose as well. So what's your like? No, I brought these up before we um, just, you know, if you um, haven't uh, seen or heard, uh, we also have a participation, the three of us, on the recent Spirit Symposium where we did have um, a little bit more of a structured uh, conversation uh, then. And I did bring the um, example of the movie Ghost. Uh, which I will bring it back again here because you're touching on the same point. And I think that that movie and with Goldberg, it really illustrates just so well what we are talking about, right? So we don't um, judge anyone who charges, but it is um, a, a business just kind of conversing here where you are charging for a service that, you yourself cannot guarantee. And that's where we are coming from because you cannot guarantee that the spirit is going to be there to bring the message. And like you said, when you have, and if you think of that scene, which is a hilarious scene, right? Where she starts faking because she's charging, right? And then, you know, it's, it's, that's what we are, we can be exposing ourselves to. So like Dan said very well, that's one of the reasons why we don't charge, but also the ways in which we practice uh, are also uh, can be very different because um, in most of centers nowadays, more and more, we are moving away from the phenomenology per se and we are focusing on, you know, the practical application of mediumship and also expanding mediumship to our daily lives. Mediumship is not something that, you know, it's meant to be confined to special groups or, or within the limits of uh, a spiritual center. I think there's an evolution with spirit, with uh, mediumship, like there's an evolution with everything else. And I'm kind of, I, I feel like I'm talking about different things here all at the same time. But I did conclude my thinking and my idea following up with Dan in regards to the difference in terms of um of the charging part. Then I jump into um, the fact that in addition to that, in addition to, um, you know, it's a work, we cannot guarantee we're gonna deliver because it's not just us. Uh, but in addition to that, there's also the ways in which we practice, which are very different and requires a whole team and it's really a, a work of a group for uh, the majority of the time. And what we see in the history, like take Brazil, where we had so many um, mediums. And for a long time, there was a lot of emphasis on, um, on the phenomena per se. Nowadays, we're shifting away because uh, we, we, for the most part, I think, whether you are spiritist or not, people already believe in the spiritual reality. They may have different ideas about how it is and what it looks like, but, you know, 
I think there, there are very few people who absolutely don't believe in anything at all. So if we, uh, we as humanity, we don't need to be convinced or awakened to the fact that there is a spiritual reality. We know that. So now we are progressing in terms of like, okay, so what are the implications, right, of mediumship? What does that mean to our daily lives and how we can be, how can we be better mediums beyond the borders of, you know, the limits of the spiritual center? How can mediumship be a part of our everyday lives? Yeah, I love that. And I think that to make a parallel really quickly, Flavio, like if you are not familiar with the spiritist tradition, but you are familiar with other traditions, I think that, you know, you you might um, you might be helped by the idea that a lot of the work that we do in uh, spiritists in the mediumistic arena is what sometimes spiritualists or shamans would call rescue work. Right. As we work as a team to, to help uh, different people doing different things in a positive way. But I want to sort of like, like put a small pause in there because it, then we can go into the details of like how spiritists practice mediumship. But I wonder if we can kind of dial it back a little bit down and say, hey, uh, so how does mediumship manifest itself? Because I think a lot of people think that um, that it's always a certain way, right? And this age of COVID, people are like, hey, can I get tested for COVID? So can I get tested for mediumship? <laughs> I can figure it out if I'm a medium. In my case, so you guys know, I'm not a medium. I'm a, I'm a double extra large. But uh, people might want to know. So, so how do I know that I, that 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 I'm a medium? Are you Flavio a medium? So I think it's I think it's uh, before we get there. I think it's uh, uh, um, wise for us to maybe spend a few minutes talking about types of mediumship because if you don't know what types of mediumship there are out there, it's it's difficult to match, right? Yeah, I do this. I do that. Yes, I uh, that maybe a little bit of that, a little bit of those. What, what do you guys should think? We, should we should we listen to Flavio this time, Susanna? What do you think? Should we should we uh, should we let's, follow him this time? Give, let's, let's I'm, I'm the only one. I'm the only one asking difficult questions today. I'm not sure why though, but maybe maybe I'm the uh, I'm the painful guy that keeps asking questions, right? So I think you're yeah, too rested today in Mexico City. You're too rested, <laughs> so you're like going super deep. <laughs> No, I think I think Dan mentioned you know rescue work or spirit intervention, where we see you know uh, spirits through the work of a medium talking or maybe you know inter intervening on a, a a patient in a hospital and or even when somebody goes to a church or to a temple to pray that you know there's a there's intervention there right led by a medium or led by you know again uh, the, when we look at other types of mediumship we have trans mediumship where. You know, uh, the communication flows, right, naturally through the medium. We have automatic writing where somebody, you know, writes a book through, you know, the inspiration of, you know, spirits. There's several different types of mediumship. And I think that if we were to see, again, the mediums book talks about them a great extent. But the most common ones that we see is probably automatic writing, as we know, right? Uh, 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 intervention or rescue work where we have spirits communicating and being assisted, through you know, through this group of group setting where you know a, a team of folks are there and, and working together to perform those activities. Right? When we look at those types of scenarios, I think it makes uh, the conversation a little easier for folks to to follow us. Yeah. So so let's let's back up a little bit, right? And 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 double click on what you said right there, right, Flavio? So 
you talked about different kinds of mediumship, right? There is a writing kind of mediumship where uh, mediums write messages from the spirit world. And in spiritism, we call that psychography, uh, right? Which is the act of being an intermediary within that. Sometimes you might have heard of that as automatic writing. Um, in, in, in spiritism, we call it psychography because there's different types of writing mediumship. And automatic writing is one of them, right? Because mm -hmm. there's also another where you can have the intuition and write it down, but it's not automatic, right? So that's why we like the term psychography. And then you also talked about the speaking mediumship. Though sometimes people think of like trans mediumship, right? Which in spiritism we call psychophony. You guessed it, right? We're using our Greek radicals or whatever it is. I don't even know. Latin Greek, right? Where you are speaking, right? Um, as well. And they have different types of that as well, uh, right? So uh, it's there's different types of mediumship here. And for our purposes, and I think, uh, Susanna, we talked, I think we talked about at the symposium too, if folks want to go back to that. But Kardec, who brought together this book for us, right? The mediums were compiled and information, suggested that we could divide it in two main categories, intelligent phenomena and physical phenomena. Right? And physical. In physical phenomena, it's about the movement of things or using heavier, for lack of a better word, energies to, you know, to do to do things like poltergeisty things, right? Right. Basically, right? Um, not very scientific, <laughs> but I think you get it, right? But what we are more, more interested in in spiritism are the intellectual phenomena, are the, the pieces when we are getting intellectual product, right? That is to say, we're getting something written down, we're getting uh, advice uh, through voice, right? Those are the things that Susanna was alluding to that we are more interested in now that we are assured that life goes on. So there are many different kinds of mediumship, and they don't always uh, manifest the same. So... It's like a fingerprint. Everybody has a different kind, which makes it harder for us to just test you for mediumship, right? Um, but so, uh, actually, in the in the mediums book says that you know that that every every person will manifest it differently as well. So that's Correct. that's what makes it so interesting about mediumship and why mm -hmm. I think that we haven't fully understood what we really is and its amplitude and magnitude. Like Susanna said, I think it's still evolving. Right? Yeah, Even though Dan's got a double X. Even though Dan's done a double X, right? But there is no one size fits all in mediumship. And that's a, that's an important message from the uh, from the mediums book, right? Everyone develops or manifests mediumship in a very different way. Yes, I mean one thing that I was going to say is the phenomena is always like impressive, and people go like, "Wow!" But although impressive, it does not transform necessarily. A lot of people. Um, actually arrive to spiritism seeking the phenomena and and sometimes they have a chance to see the phenomena uh, elsewhere and you know the phenomena is impressive and they may even say wow now I believe but that only goes so far and so more important than the phenomena and I think that that's because uh, Part of what we are talking about is evolution, is the understanding, the implications. And again, what does that mean to us in our daily lives? And, you know, like we mentioned earlier today, I mean, it's something that can be developed. And it can be developed in your daily life from the, the place of awareness that we are all mediums, that we are all under the influence and uh, of the spirits. And so, um, you know, it's a potential that we have. 
And so it would be interesting, interesting if we can tap into this, this potential and make it something useful to all of us in our daily lives. So you were facing a difficult problem, right? You have your own channel, you have your own intuition. And the more we work on our, on our minds, the more we are attentive to our thoughts, because it doesn't really, a lot of times people will ask, they probably have asked you guys too, how do you know if the thoughts are yours or the spirits? There's really no way of knowing 100%. But when you become attentive to your thoughts, you will realize that I have had experiences where I am on my, um, on my uh, a meeting table. Like, you know, so I'm completely focused on the meeting, on what's happening. And then suddenly... Suddenly, out of nowhere, this idea about a lecture or something kind of comes all together into my brain. In a moment where I wasn't even thinking, I wasn't even, you know, so what is that? Where is that coming from, right? So I cannot guarantee that's coming from my own brain. But I think that as you start paying attention to your thoughts and, you know, uh, being more conscious of what your mind, how your mind's working, you know, you will be, you you can develop this, what I call a daily mediumship. Mm-hmm. I love that, Sue, because that's one of the, the things that folks are always ask, how do I know, right? Am I medium? And um, I think we all are. The question we establish is the degree. And I love that piece of advice because I think that's the same one I tell folks. And hey, if the ideas that are coming to you are not something you were thinking about, or they're not naturally in your nature, chances are they've been suggested by another person, right? Much the same way we have friends in life that gives us suggestions. We have had friends in the spiritual world who are devoid of a physical body, who are also intuiting us, right? Giving us intuition and giving us suggestions. So I think that's a great filter for you to start thinking about whether those ideas are coming from you or whether they're coming externally. But for that, you need to know yourself, which is Susanna's getting at. You really need to kind of spend your time getting to know yourself. And it's also, I think, important to say as a continuation to what Susanna said was whether they're coming from you or from the outside world, it doesn't matter as much as what you are going to do with that idea. Right. You can't just say, oh, somebody out there's not my responsibility. It wasn't mine. Right. Like. Now, like whatever it is, like you, whether it's yours or somebody else's, you are the one who has to decide how you're going to process and what you're going to do with that idea and whether you're going to act or not. So let me take away all of our excuses of the famous like old school, the devil made me do it. Right. Because it's like, oh, no, the devil made me do it. And then you start looking about mediumships like, oh, no, the spirits made me do it. No, 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 no. You're responsible for your actions. I'm responsible for my actions. So let's spend some time thinking about what's coming in. Um, and and what's coming out, right? Exactly. I think it's very important to uh, differentiate that. Otherwise, right? People may use the may use the uh, the the excuse. Oh, so, you know, the devil made me do it, or you know, I'm not I'm not liable because you know that wasn't my that wasn't my idea. Right? It, yeah. It's a slippery slope there. Right? We are ultimately responsible for everything that we do, even if the idea wasn't in ours in the beginning. Right? Yeah, it's the good old you break it, you bought it, right? Uh, you know, you act on it, uh, you went to a shop, you knocked something down, you bought it, my friend. It was your fault, right? So you're responsible for it. You got to take care of it. Uh, but, hey, we are getting close to our time. I know it goes by fast. We've got some more some times here. But 
I want uh, I want to see if it makes sense for us to start to wrap up and maybe start to summarize some of the key points that we are talking about here today, and then uh, see where it goes. How, what do you guys yeah, think? We did. We, yeah, we did talk a lot about a lot of things, and I was thinking here to myself: Did we leave anything that we would think it's like really, really important when we're talking about spirits that we should mention? So I think. We, we, we talk about what it is, right? I think we did, we did define it. I think we did touch on the purpose of uh, mediumship, being of service. I think we did highlight mm -hmm. some of the differences uh, of the spirit practice, although we didn't really get much into details on how we practice the group and, and the development. And that's something that we can maybe uh, even have another episode just for that. We did touch on the types and we also um, talk a little bit about this uh, possibility of this uh, daily practice. I mean, one more thing I want to say about that is, um, so remember that that is available to you. And uh, self-knowledge, like then then said, um, paying attention to your mind, but also remembering to reach out. Um, reach out to the spiritual world, you know, in times of need. Remember that that's available to you. We live a moment right now, a moment very difficult with a lot of very, very um, incredible challenges we are facing. And so remember to reach out, to pray, to ask. And because, you know, on the basis of mediumship is the law of affinity. And, you know, as you raise your thoughts, as you raise your feelings, right, you will attract spirits who are interested in, in helping, who are interested in supporting you through the trials, and the intuition will come after you ask the importance of actually learning to listen. And to listen is to, sometimes it's um, a, an act of silence. It's to be able to just sit with whatever the situation is, as hard as it is, just try to breathe, just try to to create inner space to see what comes up. And in this uh, process, a lot of times the messages will be brought to you. And if you are able to find this place of connection and peace, you can be a good medium because you will be passing that forward to the people who are next to you and who are also struggling. Great. And, and Flavio, what are some of your takeaways from, from today? I think um, uh, so somebody mentioned on the comments that the Medium's book is a very difficult book to read, which I concur. It's a book to be studied rather than just read by one individual alone. Uh, maybe a couple of other books that I would maybe recommend, right, uh, for folks to read. If they're interested in knowing more about the, uh, the mediumship phenomena, I'll definitely go into the Andrew Lewis's works, right? where we have, you know, uh, stories from the uh, spiritual realm, communication with spirits in the domains of mediumship is an amazing book. It talks about all of the levels, the aspects, and how we really uh, 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 profess the, the mediumship phenomenon within spiritism. I think it, the, uh, the, uh, we talked about the different, different types, right? Uh, uh, how we, uh, spiritists, how we, you know, uh, quote-unquote, perform mediumship versus, you know, what mediumship is known by other, you know, folks and our brothers and sisters from different denominations. Uh, but if folks are more, even more interested in mediumship, I, I, I would suggest the Spirits book has a lot of great questions about the topic. 
especially in the uh, first and second uh, uh, parts of the book, where Kardec talks about the, uh, you know, the spirit world and the communication with spirits. There's a lot of great Q&A, Q&A questions and answers there. And, uh, you know, be curious, right? Because mediumship is, is uh, something that it, it's it, everybody, every one of us, we have it, right? It's part of our own lives. And we should use it to our own advancement and also to help others as much as we can. Right? What about you, Dan? What, what's, your, what's your take on it? Um, great, uh, great perspective, sir. I think that we've covered a lot of the pieces, right? We talked a lot about the different things. Of course, there's always more to be talked about, and we can spin this off and talk about how spiritists uh, do uh, mediumship and so forth. And and actually, next month we are going to have a little bit of a conversation how spiritualists and spiritists uh, get together. And so, stay tuned for that. We'll tell you a little bit more. But it's October seventh. But but, um, what I think is also great for us to go back to is to remind ourselves that once we begin to look at it, mediumship is everywhere. It really is, right? It's no surprise that you find that, you know, in TV shows now popping up everywhere, you find books everywhere. And we're actually told by the spiritual world that that's uh, deliberate, that they're more and more, they're trying to awaken us to this reality that we are spiritual beings, Um, They're not necessarily super um, intent on having us have this perfect telephone that works back and forth, right? Because that's not the purpose of mediumship. It is really to awaken us and to have us reflect upon our own nature. So personally, I think, like I said, that mediumship's greatest uh, claim to fame in my heart is the fact that it, uh, it allows for the certainty that we can communicate with those who are no longer in the physical body, which means that when we lose our physical bodies, we are not going to stop being. And I think that's an incredibly beautiful message. We've always been told that, right? Throughout history, throughout all religions and ways of thinking about spirituality, we have always been told about an afterlife or we sort of been promised one, right? Promised. But the, yeah. beauty, mm-hmm. the, beauty, the beauty about spiritism or spirituality, and I'm, I'm sorry, mediumship in this case, is that with mediumship, we have proof. We have proof that that afterlife does exist. And that's a, that ought to be a game changer in how we think about our perspectives and how we carry out our lives, like Susanna was saying. Because if we don't end when our physical body ends, if life goes on, then how should I change the way I behave? Maybe I shouldn't be as selfish and as self-centered as I am now because the whole expression YOLO, you only live once. Sorry to break it to you guys. Not accurate. Not accurate, right? So stop YOLOing around, uh, right? Uh, I think YOLO sometimes is just an excuse to do what you want to do in a little bit of selfish way. So let's kind of cross YOLO out. Um, You actually uh, live more than once. I don't know what acronym is, but, you know, let's make one of those. But that's, a, that's, that's an interesting perspective, right? That once we begin to look at the, what mediumship brings us and stop focusing just on the communication itself, the implications are incredible, I think, right? They are really, really, really cool from changing the way we perceive the world and how we act on it. Um, and, mm-hmm. and hopefully hopefully it also serves to demystify this conversation, Right. And a big shout out to the Medium's book and everybody that uh, helped produce it in the 1860s because that made it democratic. From that point on, everybody who really wanted to learn by themselves could, even if it's a hard to read book, right? You got to put some skin in the game, some effort in there. But from there, a whole series of books and conversations started 
that are still going. We're still trying to understand what mediumship is, but its effects and how it can change our lives are, are pretty amazing things. So what else do we need to say before we, uh, we tell folks about these wonderful things that are coming up in, in our future? What else? I think Susanna mentioned, you know. We're silent. For, for once, we're silent. For, for those folks that are, you know, even more curious about mediumship than they were before, they started, you know, either watching or listening to us. There's definitely a few um, episodes of uh, a spiritist symposia that have happened in the past. Where we talked about mediumship, There's a lot of you know, a lot of uh, materials out there. We talked about Andrew Lewis's and all that, but uh, yeah, I mean, get more reading on it, get more knowledge on it, get more you know ex exposure to it, because it is it is a a, a a marvelous phenomenon that we all have you know uh, in our lives, and we should be able to use it or leverage it to the best of our abilities. I mean, that that that's probably the uh, the wrap up message from my end that we need to look at spirit mediumship right through those lenses. Great. And, you know, while we're talking about mediumship, and one of the things that we do quite a bit in spiritism specifically is uh, leverage information that came to us through psychography or automatic writing, sort of, right? And I wanted to uh, make a plug in there for a new book that's, that's out. Uh, it's this one by the medium Devaldo Franco, On the Way to a World of Regeneration, published by Leal Publisher. You can find it on their website or you can find it on Amazon as well. But the reason I say that, because many of you guys have asked us, hey, I really wish I understood what was happening in the world from a spiritual perspective. And this book sort of does that. It's a book from the spirit Manuel Filomeno de Miranda. And he narrates from the other side uh, a little bit of the COVID situation, what's happening over there, and all this incredible change that's happening in the world. It's not uh, the easiest books to read, but it's actually a lot easier than you might think. Yeah. Uh, right? <laughs> and it's, uh, it's sort of like a... Uh, a continuation of different works. But so if you're interested in that stuff, go check this one out uh, in, in general. He's a particular author that has um, a series of books, um, you know, talking well, this latest one more about the COVID situation, but also the series prior to that, that talks about the, the planetary transition, which, you know, it's also part of the, the, the current situation that we are living in with the challenges that we are seeing. So, you know, in terms of psychography, he is a spirit who works very close with Givaldo and has been bringing, like, um, information in, in, in different books about, um, you know, what is going on with our humanity at this point in time. Wonderful. All right, so um, so thank you. Thank you for watching and listening to Spiritus Conversation, depending on what you are doing. Uh, I just want to remind you that Spiritus Conversation is a production of the Spiritus Institute. Join us next month, October 7, for Spiritism and Spiritualism, Brothers from Different Mothers. That's the name of our episode. <laughs> we, will have, we will have friends from, uh, from the UK um, sharing how they have worked together, Spiritualists and Spiritists, uh, you know, in doing programming together, which is just a beautiful thing. It's going to be super exciting. So stay tuned for that. And if you enjoyed today's conversation, please share it with a friend. That's the best way that folks can, can know about this. And also like us on social media. That is always a, a, a way to, to kind of uh, help us in general, right? And to revisit visit past episodes, uh, you know, head on over to YouTube for video 
or your favorite podcast platform for audio. We do both. We started as just audio and then we started doing video and now you can find us in both places. You can also find all of it at spiritusconversation.org. Did you guys know that we have a website? We have a website. Do you know that, Flavio? Of course. Yes, of course I did. I've been sharing all along, yes. You told us. I for, I forgot about I forget about it every once in a while, which is really funny. Really, really funny. Uh, um, uh, too much rate, to manage these days. Too too much to manage these days. Um, but at any rate, I want to say thank you to all of um, everybody who's watching and listening and to you guys. It's always great to talk to you. Sure. Yes, looking forward to the next one. Absolutely. Be well, stay safe, folks. Thank you. Take care. Bye.